Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're cleaning out the sound fridge with love. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Oh, I made Katie vomit. Uh, I'm so sorry. I don't know what it is about this holiday. I just hate it. Did you always hate it? This is Valentine's yeah. Day, if you're listening in the future. Uh, you've always hated it? Yeah, I just... It's, it's such a... I don't know. It's just a hack. Yeah, I just uh, a woman just expressed to me that uh, they can't wait till this day is over. I thought, oh, that's too bad. So it just there's something, huh? Yeah, and my poor husband because he's the total romantic. I mean, you know, I got up this morning and there were roses on the oh, counter, and it was the nice. sweetest. Oh, and, sweet. And yesterday he's going, "Do you want to go out?" And my response was, "F no." <laughs> yeah, you, we're you, not going out. You actually don't want to do that because I've tried that before and it's miserable. Yeah, you nah, do that to punish someone, not to express your <laughs> right. your love. If you want to break you know. up with them, you you try to go out. Yeah, yeah. You know, part of my problem with Valentine's Day is I, I don't like compulsory anything. In terms of, I mean, obviously, I understand why I have to follow the law, and I do sometimes. Um, but just the idea that one day a, a year I must express these emotions in the following ways is like says who? Yeah, come on. I don't, I'm not forced. I'm, exactly. Yeah, I'm not a parrot. I'm not a a monkey dancing on a chain or a dancing parrot on a monkey. I wonder whatever. if I wonder if it depends on the circles you run in because uh, uh, I know people who uh, their their friends are going to say so. What did he do for you? With the expectation that something happened, and it would be horribly embarrassing for them to say nothing. We don't do anything. Hmm. Uh, uh, Oh, that's disappointing. He doesn't love you. That sort of thing. Yeah. If it works for you, it works for sure, you. Sure, of course. I don't judge people. Of course. Um, this whole day is ick. <laughs> yeah, I just... Uh, yeah, I would agree. And we have some uh, audio Valentine's Day related that we didn't get to, so we're cleaning out the love fridge. If you That is hard to take. It's even worse than the other one I did. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, we play this during the show, but uh, 
uh, here's America's Sweethearts, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's conversation on the uh, field of the Super Bowl after the game. Number 10, Michael. Why am I back? Uh, you may be asking yourselves. It's a very reasonable question. It sounds like uh, John Stewart to me. Hmm. I don't know. This is going uh, shittily. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming, I baby. can't believe that. Thank I you. can't believe you. Thank you for the support. How do you Thank you for that? coming. <laughs> Thank you for making it across that way, across the world. You're the best, baby. Oh, my God. The absolute best. Was it electric? It was unbelievable. Wow. So uh, the the uh, athletic behemoth, uh, much more effective wordsmith during that exchange than the songwriter. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I liked their moment on the field better when I didn't know what they said. I felt like it was more heartfelt and charming and romantic as opposed to thanks for being here. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for traveling. <laughs> like you would say to every other sponsor who was there or something. That's way it came off to me. Appreciate you being here. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for yeah, your attendance. Yeah. Didn't strike me that nice way time? at all. <laughs> I, the two of you have hearts full of hate. I pity you. Uh, let's see. It's What's simple. They love each other. Mm, I think that's oh. true. Uh, thank you, uh, old, old Uncle Joe. Um, all right. So we heard a, a joke about this news story. Let's just run the story. Number 11, Michael. It's truly a mystery how any of this stuff made it into our wall. I'm like, am I reading this correctly? Dear Pauline, I presume you think I don't love you because I did not answer your note right away. Are you going to the play? Please tell me if you are going to the play tonight. I hope you still love me, XXXX. Upon reading some of them, we realized it was actually probably more likely a kid, like between the ages of 13 to 18. They were talking about, you know, first lunch, I have study hall this period. Yeah, probably not 40-year-olds. Hundred-year-old love letters that uh, a couple discovered in their wall. Hundred years old. I love this kind of stuff. I like it, but so some kid sent a note to some other kid and didn't get a reply, and that was the end of that. Mm, that hurts. Yeah, wow. Things could have been what? so different. Although, is it clear? Because I didn't actually see the story. Were they unreceived, unsent, or was a lot of people keep their love letters? Sure, of course. Did yeah. they stash them? Is that what happened? That could be. I don't actually know. That's more that likely. Seems more yeah. likely yeah. yeah, you hid this from your brothers, your parents, whatever. Yeah, that makes more sense. Right, right. Okay. Um, let's see. My son uh, sent one love note to a girl two years ago in fourth grade, I guess, and got a, got a, uh, got the, uh, got the not wanted response and uh, he may oh. never again. He said, well, I learned a lesson. Thanks for your interest. I well, keep your application I'm, on file. And he said, I'm never doing that again. I wonder how long that will hold up. There was a movie uh, back in the late 90s about, uh, it was called Crossroads. Britney Spears was in it. It was a big chick flick. Mm, when I, I remember was like that. Thir- yeah. I was like 13 and all of my friends, and I'm talking like 15 of us, all buried boxes somewhere in town that had trinkets from our childhood. And then we all never dug them back up. So there's just random boxes buried around my hometown, I'm sure, because <laughs> of that movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They, they buried like a time capsule. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was what the whole idea was. But I, uh, to my knowledge, nobody dug them back up. Yeah, oddly enough, as a 30-something father of three, I didn't make it to that movie. <laughs> Sounds compelling, though. Your, your daughters <laughs> did. Guaranteed. It's possible. Oh, dur, let's see. Is 12 worth a damn, Michael? No, I don't think it is. Let's, let's go with the comedian, Aisha Taylor, 13. 
If you're in a couple and you don't have sex on Valentine's Day, you're like, oh my god, our relationship is messed up, you know? So you gotta have sex, it's gotta be like a hot day and all day you're running around threatening each other, like, I am gonna break your hip. (laughs) But then you have like a big meal, you know, and you have the chocolate-covered strawberries, champagne. Two hours later, you're like, oh, what was in that cheese? Yeah, I heard this uh, years ago, and I don't know if it was true when I was 22, but certainly true when you get a little bit older. You can either have a good meal or good sex, but you can't have both. And I, I believe that's from Shakespeare. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I can't cite uh, chapter nor verse, but it's that's my understanding. pretty close to true. It's ancient wisdom. I'm going to buy her a big meal, six courses, then a dessert, and then we're going to make love. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, and finally, speaking of food, this is a special gift to Jack. It uh, has to do with a topic that came up on the show a couple of times. Uh, clip number 15, Michael, let it rip. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. I was sitting in the kitchen one day, and I was itching to fill up my belly with the piping hot jelly of the best damn treat in the world. <laughs> He's talking Pop-Tarts. And I saw a stick of butter, and it almost made me shudder and scream like a baby girl. I don't want a giant penis or a rocket trip to Venus. I don't want to win the lottery. I just want to squat and gobble till I'm dizzy and I wobble in a butterfruit and Joe Todd dream. So I put butter on a Pop-Tart. It was so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. Everybody, come along with us. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a if you haven't, then I think you should. The great Seth MacFarlane. Who is Seth? Seth MacFarlane is underrated. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty funny. <sighs> so I'm not the only person. I thought I invented that. I thought I was the only d- d- debauched human that ever thought, you know, I bet this would be good buttered. Um, so Peter Griffin is your look. He does it too, <laughs> right? That's interesting. <laughs> It's okay. Peter Griffin does yeah. it. Uh, shut up, Joe. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.